0: Hello all and welcome to the Gestalt IT Rundown, your weekly look at the IT news of the week. I'm your host, Rich Straffolino, editor at Gestalt IT. If you want to check out more of our great coverage, you can head on over to gestaltit.com, but we're here to run down the news in a video and audio fashion. We had some exciting announcements coming out of NVIDIA GTC, their uh, GPU technology conference. Uh, Always some interesting stuff coming out of there. Uh, On the hardware front, we saw them release the Quadro GV100 GPU, which supports real-time ray tracing, making it pretty awesome uh, for animators. If you want to get into speeds and feeds, uh, it can do up to 7.4 teraflops of double precision rendering, uh, which is cuckoo bananas, 14.8 teraflops of single precision. If you want to be sloppy, and 118.5 teraflops of deep learning performance. Although I'm not exactly sure what the number of what the measurement year is for that, so that seems a little bit imprecise. If we're looking at improvements over their prior generation, which I think it was the GV. 90 or something like that, I forget. But Basically, it's 43% faster uh, than where they were uh, uh, in their last generation. So a pretty impressive performance increase. And if you're familiar with animation at all or computer gaming or anything like that, real-time ray tracing is kind of the golden goose in that kind of scenario. Basically, it allows you to, in real time, uh, animate and show kind of the effect of light hitting a 3D surface, uh, which is extremely hard to do. And you can do really cool stuff uh, in in real time. Uh, one of the other announcements was the company announced, uh, GPU support for Kubernetes, uh, allowing the container orchestrator to better take advantage of GPUs, specifically designed for ML workloads. Uh, Kubernetes has had some kind of, some GPU awareness built in from Google for some time, but this is official support from NVIDIA. And that's kind of huge as well, since they make GPUs. Uh, finally, uh, NVIDIA and Pure Storage, uh, announced the AI ready infrastructure, aka ARI. Uh, this beast of a box combines a pure storage flash blade, which has a bunch of super fast flash storage, four NVIDIA GDX1s, uh, each of which contain 32 NVIDIA Tesla GPUs, which are their super high-end uh, GPUs for uh, machine learning and other applications, as well as an Arista 100 gigabit Ethernet switch. Here can do up to four Tensor petaflops, thanks to 163,840 CUDA cores and 20,480 Tensor cores. AKA, it's really, really stinking powerful. It'll also cost north of a million dollars. Basically, it takes the idea of converged infrastructure and applies the the hardware specifically for AI and ML applications. Um, See really uh, rich people that are interested in AI uh, for potential customers. We had some interesting news coming out yesterday that HPE has plans to acquire CAPE networks. The company plans to roll the assets from CAPE into Aruba networks. Uh, They're kind of... uh, Uh, not wholly owned, wholly owned subsidiary is the wrong word, but they kind of operate uh, outside of HPE proper. Uh, According to the press release, the assets will be uh, used to help uh, Aruba's, quote, artificial intelligence powered networking capabilities with a sensor-based service assurance solution that gives customers a simple proactive and network agnostic tool for measuring and monitoring SaaS application and network services. One that was not designed to be read by a human out loud. Thank you, uh, HPE press release. Uh, two, that really doesn't mean anything at all. Basically, what HPE is getting here is Cape Networks does some really interesting stuff with client-side uh, monitoring. They build uh, custom uh, 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 sensors uh, that can do some really cool... Um, Client-side monitoring, shoot that up to the cloud, give it to you a nice dashboard with some analytics baked on top of it. That's the IP and hardware that HPE is getting in this. It's uh, similar to what we're seeing uh, with some of its competitors, like Netbees, which basically does the same thing with a Raspberry Pi as opposed to a more dedicated silicon, and SolarWinds, uh, which uh, uses their monitoring cloud as a kind of a SaaS option for that. Uh, The one thing that does kind of keep in mind is, is this going to... Is this the start of a trend where this kind of client-side monitoring becomes more of a feature than a dedicated product set? Uh, we'll see going forward in the future, but definitely an interesting acquisition Uh, for HP. And if you want to check out more from Cape Networks, uh, they presented at Tech Field Day at the last Mobility Field Day. So just head on over to techfieldday.com, search for Cape Networks, and you'll find their presentation. In other acquisition news, Foxconn, the company known for manufacturing the iPhone and very cheap PC cases, uh, if you've ever built a PC, you've seen Foxconn. If you sort by lowest price, uh, they announced plans to acquire Belkin in an $866 million merger. Uh, as part of the merger, Foxconn will acquire the company's 700 patents, as well as its Linksys and WeMo brands. Uh, this uh, squarely enters Foxconn into the U.S. accessory, wireless, and smart home market. So a really interesting move previously com- come from a company that's known mostly as, a, uh, as an ODM. Uh, Belkin will operate as a wholly owned subsidiary run by current company uh, CEO Chester J. Pipkin, who also happens to have one of the most fabulously British names I've ever heard and demands to be said as if you're growling through jowls. The merger uh, still needs to be approved by the Committee on Foreign Investment in the uh, United States. So it is far from a done deal, as the infamous uh, Qualcomm-Broadcom merger uh, will attest to. And uh, just in kind of a personal note, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, something done with that Linksys uh, division of Belkin, whether that gets spun out into a separate company to make this acquisition go through. It just seems that any time a Chinese company, anyone even remotely associated with the Chinese, I know Foxconn is technically a Taiwanese company that operates in China and the U.S., um, they actually are building a factory uh, and manufacturing plant in Wisconsin, I believe. Um, but anytime anything remotely that smells uh, of Chinese government involvement, getting involved in wireless, uh, the U.S. government gets uh, real prickly about that. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that. And uh, finally, we saw a cool report coming out of Quartz showing that the African uh, startup scene is really booming uh, over the course of 2016 and 2017. The report shows that the number of incubators, uh, accelerators and co-working spaces, which they classify as tech hubs, increased 40 percent in 2017, with VC funding increasing 53 percent on the year to five hundred and sixty million dollars uh while many of the hubs can be found in some of the more prosperous countries like Nigeria and Egypt uh we've seen significant growth across the entire continent including uh Zimbabwe uh which is uh, a pretty uh, um has had some uh, economic issues to say the least. Uh, we saw 13 tech hubs open in 2017, and we've seen similar growth uh, in some of uh, uh, some of the more uh, less likely uh, economic zones. So, uh, really, a huge zone for investment. If you haven't been paying attention, uh, both AWS and Microsoft uh, Azure have opened up um, uh, public cloud regions in in uh, Africa. I realize, like having one in an entire continent. Isn't that much to pat yourself on the back on, but clearly this is becoming a market of interest to technology companies, technology startups, uh, and we're seeing some of the biggest of the big getting involved there. So it's really interesting uh, to see continued growth in their startup scene and uh, exciting news. I look forward to some really cool stuff uh, coming out of Africa uh, you know, in the coming years. I think it could be a, a really interesting place to watch. That just about does it for the Gestalt IT Rundown. We get you in and out. We kind of ran through uh, some of the headlines there. Uh, Tom, uh, we miss you. He'll be back next week. Hope you're having fun uh, out there at uh, Atmosphere, and you can look for all sorts of his writing on the event at gestaltit.com. In fact, if you want to see some of Tom's smiling face, he's going to be doing a live stream uh, from there, so go to techfieldday.com and look for the live stream coming out of Aruba Atmosphere. We're doing an extra event uh, out there, so you can check that out, uh, see all the good stuff, From Aruba, Uh, I don't think they're going to be talking uh, about the Cape Network's acquisition, although I could be wrong. Um, Since it just happened yesterday, it seemed uh, to be rather surprising, but all sorts of good IT and enterprise stuff. Go to gestaltit.com. Uh, as you can see, scrolling across the bottom of your screen here, uh, I'm going the opposite way. You can like us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. We have all sorts of cool stuff going up there all the time. And on Twitter, at gestaltit. If you wanna follow me, Rich Straffolino, hey, that's me. You can find me on Twitter, at Mr. Anthropology, and I'm always writing on gestaltit.com. In fact, I'm working on an article about the eMate mate 300 Yes, that's right. An Apple educational product from 20 years ago or more. I don't even know. Uh, So check that out. Uh, Some interesting stuff always going on there. Until the next time we meet, remember, everybody, have a super sparkly day.